Hello and welcome to prayer in the evening for Sunday the 19th of April. We gather together this evening, again though we're separate, to join our prayers with those of all God's people. We come to bring our praises, we come to give thanks, but we also come to offer to God those people, places and situations across our world today and in our own lives where God's help is so desperately needed. Be swift, O God, to save us. Come quickly, Lord, to help us. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. There is one body and one spirit, just as there is one hope held out in God's call to you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And we come to confess our sins to God. Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven that we have sinned in thought, word and deed and in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins, heal us by your spirit and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. Friends, this is the good news. That if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thanks be to God. Hail, gladdening light of his pure glory poured, who is the immortal Father, heavenly, blessed, holiest of holies, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now we are come to the sun's hour of rest, the lights of evening round us shine. We hymn the Father, Son and Holy Spirit divine. Worthiest art thou at all times to be sung with undefiled tongue. Son of our God, giver of life alone. Therefore in all the world thy glories, Lord, they own. And a prayer for the evening. O God, in whom there is no darkness, with whom the night is as the day, enlighten us by your presence, that waking or sweet sleeping we may dwell in your peace. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And our psalm for this evening is the first five verses of Psalm 30. I will exalt you, O Lord, because you have raised me up, and I will not let my foes triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cried out to you, and you have healed me. You brought me up, O Lord, from the dead. You restored me to life from among those that go down to the pit. Sing to the Lord, you servants of his. Give thanks to his holy name. For his wrath endures but the twinkling of an eye, his favour for a lifetime. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen.
and a reading from Daniel chapter 6, the first 23 verses. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps, stationed throughout the whole kingdom, and over them three presidents, including Daniel. To these the satraps gave account, so the king might suffer no loss. Soon Daniel distinguished himself above all the other presidents and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king planned to appoint him over the whole kingdom. So the presidents and the satraps tried to find grounds for complaint against Daniel in connection with the kingdom. But they could find no grounds for complaint or any corruption, because he was faithful and no negligence or corruption could be found in him. The men said, we shall not find any ground for complaint against this Daniel unless we find it in connection with the law of his God. So the presidents and the satraps conspired and came to the king and said to him, O King Darius, live for ever. All the presidents of the kingdoms, the prefects and the satraps, the councillors and the governors are agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an interdict that whoever prays to anyone, divine or human, for thirty days except to you, O king, shall be thrown into a den of lions. Now, O king, establish the interdict and sign the document so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be revoked. Therefore, King Darius signed the document and interdict. Although Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he continued to go to his house, which had windows in its upper room open towards Jerusalem, and to get down on his knees three times a day to pray to his God and praise him, just as he had done previously. The conspirators came and found Daniel praying and seeking mercy before his God. Then they approached the king and said concerning the interdict, O king, did you not sign an interdict that anyone who prays to anyone, divine or human, within thirty days, except to you, O king, shall be thrown into a den of lions? The king answered, The thing stands fast according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be revoked. Then they responded to the king, Daniel, one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or to the interdict you have signed, but he is saying his prayers three times a day. When the king heard the charge, he was very much distressed. He was determined to save Daniel, and until the sun went down, he made every effort to rescue him. Then the conspirators came to the king and said, No, O king, that it is a law of the Medes and Persians, that no interdict or ordinance that the king establishes can be changed. Then the king gave the command, and Daniel was thrown in, brought and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you faithfully serve, deliver you. A stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No food was brought to him and sleep fled from him. Then at the break of day the king got up and hurried to the den of lions. 
When he came near the den where Daniel was, he cried out anxiously to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you faithfully serve, been able to, to deliver you from the lions? Daniel then said to the king, O king, live for ever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, so that they would not hurt me, because I was found blameless before him and also before O you, king. I have done no wrong. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded Daniel to be taken out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him because he had trusted in God. May God add his blessing to those words today. Amen. Now, Lord, you let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you prepared in the sight of every people. A light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people, Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And now we come to our prayers for the world in which we live, for the people in it and for the people of God who are part of his holy church. There'll be a pause of about 30 seconds during these prayers when I invite you to offer your own prayers to God. Perhaps you might like to pause the recording there to spend more time with your God. And it doesn't matter whether you say things out loud or say them in silence. God hears our prayers. So let us pray. Christ, through whom all things were made, sustain all creation. Christ, exalted in the lowest and the least, give us humility. Christ, present in the poor and the oppressed, fill us with compassion. Christ, forsaken in the hungry and the homeless, minister to them through our hands. Christ, present where two or three are gathered, be known among us. Christ, present in words, sacrament and sign, grant us your peace. And so we pray for the church throughout the world. Praying especially today for our brothers and sisters in the Orthodox and Coptic churches and other churches of the East who are today celebrating Easter Sunday. We pray for your church where it is persecuted. But also remember those who still seek to exclude others in your name. We pray for our churches and chapels across the circuit and indeed our ecumenical partners. And in our Methodist cycle of prayer, this day we pray for the Methodist Church in Malaysia and Singapore, along with the Manchester and Stockport district of the Methodist Church of Great Britain. We remember all who are struggling with illness, 
those that have been affected by the coronavirus and those carrying burdens that have been exacerbated by the coronavirus. And we give thanks for all who are working either in the voluntary or in the statutory sector to enable our society to keep on functioning and protecting the least in our world. And so we give thanks for all who work in care homes, the health service, both those who are doctors, nurses and healthcare assistants, but also those in other parts of the health service which are needed to keep the system running. And praying also for healthcare chaplains this day. And we pray for our world, a world that is still torn apart by violence. Praying for those whose communities are caught up in desperate times. Praying also for those who lead our nations, that they may be as Christ was who came not to be served, but to serve. And we pray that all those in authority might seek your will for the world. And we pray for those who we know that are struggling, remembering and continue to pray for the family of Sandra, for Jean, for Paul, for Julia and for the whole family in their mourning. Praying for Natalie and Nigel, for Pat and Ken, for Barbara, for Stuart and Bertha, and all those that we know that are in need. And in a moment of quiet of about 30 seconds, we bring to God our own concerns this day. And we also give thanks for those who have been part of our journeys of faith. Giving thanks for all who have died in faith, whether that faith is known to many or to God alone. And we pray for ourselves. That we might, as your people, seek to bring your good news to our world even at this time of difficulty and strangeness. God your love, gentle, immense, unconditional, arcs a rainbow of grace to shelter us all and creates a loving space of belonging and healing. Your love grounded in reality, accustomed to suffering, welcomes the excluded tends hidden bruises, binds wounds and remakes lives and community. God, 
may the astonishing truth of your love, your wide span of hope, dawn afresh in our hearts, and turn us inside out as we act on your call to share your compassion. Renew our faith and courage that we may live as a people transformed by the gospel and inspired by the limitless horizons of your spirit. And so all these prayers we bring in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and risen Saviour. Amen. And as our Saviour taught his disciples, we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that, by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord our God, at the ending of this day and in the silence and darkness of this night, cover us with healing and forgiveness that we may take our rest in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. We will lie down in peace and take our rest, for you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. And may the souls of the faithful, through the mercy of God, rest in peace and rise in glory. Amen. <laughs>